Pandemonium. Things in uh, somewhat of a chaotic state oh. here. Hulk Hogan, I'm sure there's going to be a thorough investigation oh. by the World oh. Wrestling Federation oh. into what happened oh. here tonight. And I know you could not be any more disappointed. How much money did they spend on the plastic surgery, man? I had all bases covered. I had the Hulkamaniacs watching. DiBiase, I had Virgil in his place. Never in my wildest dreams, me, Gene, would I think that I would get ripped off by a penny pension two-timing referee. How much money on the plastic surgery? How much money did he spend to pay the referee off when I turned around, me, Gene? They were identical. Identical. Right, right here, Holt. Here it Look is now. Shoulder, brother. There. Look at the shoulder. That's the referee is paid off, brother. Look at the $100 bill falling out of his pocket. I know you're disappointed. Oh, Hulk Hogan, Vince Hulk McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bedlam, and His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on hey, crack. Is the sports, man. Come on, man. You're listening to the sports show, New Sports Desk. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Desk. This is episode 141. Uh, we're going to have uh, quite a bit to get into to, uh, today. So we talked about last week splitting up the football weekend. All right. So we're going to have one show dedicated to the college football wrap up. Weekend review, so to speak. And then the very next day, we'll drop the NFL wrap up weekend review. Why is that? Well, currently right now, Rams and um, Bucks are on right now. We're in the third quarter of that game. We still got the Sunday night game uh, to go through as well. And we want to give a full breakdown of all the NFL uh, games uh, um, instead of just giving you bits and pieces, all right? So today we're going to wrap up college football week four. Um, we're going to talk a little UFC and a little boxing to open up uh, before we get there. So let's go ahead and do that. Black, what's going on? Not much, man. Happy to be back here, man, at the sports desk, man. Excited about the show. We finna get ready to get into yeah, before we get in there, I just want to shout out all our listeners, man. Um, our ratings are through the roof. Uh, saw a big spike last week in our ratings and our plays, and I thought it was a typo um, when I looked at it. So um, I tweeted out the sports test is on fire. I just wasn't saying that just to put it out there because we've been doing numbers, man. So just want to say thanks to everybody who pressed play on us weekly, who shares the show with their friends, their family, and their loved ones. I mean, me and Black been doing this our whole life talking sports. So just the mere fact that we get in front of a microphone and do it every single week is much easier than it sounds to us. All right. But just wanted to take the time out to say that before we got into uh, today's topics. All right. So Black, last night, and we talk about this all the time in the world of boxing. (laughs) In boxing, we never get these prime fights that we should get. We never get them. I mean, hence Pacquiao and Mayweather. We got that when those guys were on the way of the side of their prime. Right now, there's a fight that could be made with Eric Spence and Terrence Crawford. Not going to get that fight with these guys in their prime. There's so many different fights that could be made. Um, One in particular that now probably will never happen is Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Oh, wait, but before then, it should have been Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. 
We're not getting what we need with boxing to help the sport flourish. Now, Black, last night or yesterday afternoon, it happened again. <laughs> it happened again. Anthony Joshua went in defending all of the world championships except the one he does not have, which that which belongs to Tyson Fury. He lost <clears throat> to Alexander Usk. I said he lost to Alessander Oops. Now, I know that's not how you say that man name. Usak. Usak. Thank you for the assistance. <laughs> but, Black, just go ahead and dive into another disappointing moment in boxing. Not for Usak, who won. Great for him. He accomplished a lifelong dream. Great for that man. Very happy for him. But what did that do to boxing last night with Mr. Usk? Winning the world championships last night, Black. Well, well, I'm gonna I'm I'm say this: if I'm Tyson Fury, if I'm Tyson Fury, I'm really pissed right now. I'm really pissed because you just had a major payday go down the drain, and you have to step in the ring with Deontay Wilder a third time. That, and we don't know how massive that payday is going to be. But people were looking forward to Fury versus Anthony Joshua, and on yesterday, we literally got Usec that dominated Anthony Joshua from from round one to round twelve. This I was I was highly highly disappointed in Anthony Joshua. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and I I had heard I had read some things about Usec him being you know uh, a cruiserweight and all the names he beat, and he went through the whole division at cruiserweight, and he just wanted to go. Uh, Go and then try to try his hand in heavyweight. And boy, who would have thought his second fight at heavyweight would have been against the unified champion, Anthony Joshua. Now, I don't think too many people expected Usyk to win that fight. I sure didn't. But this man went out there and he schooled Anthony Joshua. I mean, and, 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 and he won it unanimously, unanimous, a unanimous decision. The scorecards was 117-112. 116, 112, and 115, 113. Now, if y'all don't understand scoring, that's that's convincing. <laughs> that's convincing. That's very convincing. So, am am am, am I shocked by it, D? Yes, I am, because it, it it really messed up what we could have what we could have got with Anthony Joshua and Fury, and now we have to sit and wait. What's and we now we have to wait another two two weeks here. And see what's going to happen with Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. To see if one of those guys, whoever win that fight, have to fight Usyk. And see what happens with this heavyweight division. Here it is. For some reason, we're here in, 20, we're here in 2021 and we still can't get a unified champion in the heavyweight division. I mean, an undisputed champion in the heavyweight division. It's been, too, it's been a long time coming. It's time for one... One champ, one face in the heavyweight division. And in my heart, I feel like that needs to be Tyson Fury. But when are we going to get it? Usyk won this fight. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that Anthony Joshua has a rematch clause in his contract. So we don't know what's going to happen. But highly disappointed, man, with Anthony Joshua. Congratulations to Usyk on becoming the new unified champ. So uh, I guess we're going to see what happened in two weeks with, with Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, it's trash. 
It's abysmal. Anthony Joshua should be ashamed of himself. He should be disgusted at all levels. I mean, he ruined it for us. I'm blaming it on Anthony Joshua. You ruined it. <laughs> You're supposed to go in there and handle this guy who, who in his second heavyweight fight ever becomes a unified world champion. But how does that make sense? Think about this. Anthony Joshua got embarrassed by uh, Ru- Ruiz just what last year. Mm-hmm. Got embarrassed. Came back, won the title back convincingly. But how many times can you see a guy go in there and get embarrassed and come back and win his belt? How many times can we see that? How attractive is that for boxing? It's not. It's not attractive. So now we got to sit here and now all the energy. You know who this helped? You know who this uh this fight helped? It helped Deontay, Deontay Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. Deontay Wilder got high off life last night when Usyk won that belt. The belts. You want to know why? Because he back in the mix, baby. He back in the mix. Win or lose. So now he can go in in two weeks, beat Tyson Fury, get that belt, and then make a claim to go in that USEC and become in the one face, one name in the heavyweight division. What? (laughs) The fight we were supposed to have was Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, across the pond for the championships. We're not going to get that now. And this is why this is why I got to love hate with boxing. If it weren't for black, I don't know how much boxing we were talking here. Because this is this is this is egregious here. This is why the sport is dying. I mean, thank God for Canelo Alvarez press conference with Caleb Plant <laughs> that got violent over the week. I mean, that was great for boxing to get some energy towards that fight. And it's sad, man. It's sad. You had a nice little run, I think, over the past year and a half with some up-and-coming big-time stars in boxing. Javante Davis, uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez. I mean, um, uh, what, what's the little young fella, man, that's um, coming up through the Shakir Stevenson, mm-hmm. Terrence Crawford. Tefimo Lopez. Tefimo I mean, you got so many, so many young superstars on the rise. And y'all mean to tell me we can't get the heavyweight division right when it's right in front of us? So that's why we don't talk boxing all the time here. And that's why we talk a lot of UFC, because by God, (laughs) just a few hours later on UFC 266 in Las Vegas, the roof was blown off that joint. Because you know why? We get what we want. Dana White gives us what we want. Not only does he give us what we want, he gives us what needs to be done. Hence, hence my point right here. Last night, mm, 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 you had Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz, who ain't fought each other in 17 years. Them boys got in that cage last night and was slugging. Yeah, it was. For four rounds until Nick broke his nose and couldn't breathe out of it. No more. He said, I'm done. That was a war. Mm-hmm. Beautiful fight. You heard the energy coming through your TV screen. Dana White standing up on his feet. You hear Daniel Cormier and, 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 and all the commentators just losing their minds at a fight that the fans wanted to see. Boxing. Can you take some notes? And then, Lord have mercy, my argu- may arguably be the greatest featherweight fight of all time that took place last night. I've gained so much respect for Volkanovski because I couldn't stand him for a while. 
But I gained respect because him and Brown Ortega went the holy war. <laughs> and what a beautiful championship fight last night. Beautiful. But we got Anthony Joshua <laughs> losing to a guy in the heavyweight division in his second ever heavyweight fight. Okay. Now, Black, what was your thoughts last night on UFC 266 in Las Vegas? Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler, Volkanovski, Ortega, Shashanko looking as deadly Man. as ever uh, last night. Rosenstrike with a beautiful performance last night in the heavyweight division. What were your thoughts on just... The show from the UFC 266. Very, very impressed, man, with the uh, UFC card last night. Man, it was good to see Nick Diaz biking there. And I mean, like, he didn't look rusty. That's what I was shocked at. I thought we would have seen some rust. He was throwing hands. Yes, he was. You could tell that what he's been that he's been working away from the UFC when he wasn't there. So, man, to see him throw hands, and I, I really didn't feel like nobody won or lost. I know somebody wins and lose the fight, but both of them was winners in my eyes, man. That, I, I really felt like that should have got fight of the night. Just on the strength of those guys being older legends in the USC, man, and to come out guns blazing. I mean, from round one to round four, like, man, come on, man. You, it, it don't get no better than that. And, man, shout out to... Uh, Volkanovski and Ortega man on a hell of a fight man. Mm. I, that was a street war. Yes, it was. Great word. That was a street war. Great Ortega, way to put or, it. Ortega did tell that boy we going to the street. He took it to the street for <laughs> sure. And man, I'm, I Great mean word. some. I yeah. mean some of those triangle holes that Ortega oh, had that boy in, goodness. and he didn't tap. I was like, Respect. Are you kidding me? Respect. Like Respect. I, Volkanovski, I'm 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 still a little bitter with him because. You know, Max is my guy, you know, and Max, I feel like Max beat him the second time. Mm -hmm. And man, but I like, I have to agree with you, D. I gained a little, he gained a little respect for me, man, in that fight. <clears throat> I mean, them boys went to war. Yes, they did. Like, man, like I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at Ortega. I'm looking at both of these guys fight face after the fight. And man, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Man. Yeah. If you seen him and didn't watch the fight, you would have been like, well, what went on with you? <laughs> what the hell happened? For, <laughs> For sure. real. But man, one of the best featherweight fights I didn't seen in, 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 in a while. And I, I think that one of the other ones was, uh, was Ortega and Max Holloway, but Max Holloway dominant fight, but it still was an exciting fight. Mm -hmm. But man, just uh shout out to those guys on an amazing fight, man. And, uh, Shevchenko, what 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 we got to do, D? Like, how many people this woman got to beat, man? That girl shouldn't have been in I there with her last night. I man. literally went, I re I literally went back and I sat and watched the Nunez and Shevchenko fight the second one without sound. I didn't even listen to. I didn't even listen to this. I didn't. I muted it. I just wanted to see, and there's no way you could tell me on paper that Shevchenko <laughs> didn't win that fight. <laughs> Only thing, only thing that I could think of that one that new they probably the reason they put Nunez for for the decision. I mean, for the decision that she got is maybe takedowns in the fifth round. But when it came to striking and landing, Sevchenko did a whole that. But D, like I don't want to see her fight anybody else. I don't want to see Nunez fight anybody else. Dana White, you have to get this done. I don't know how y'all going to do it, catch weight, whatever it, whatever the hell. People still going to watch if it's a catch weight, it ain't for a belt. People going to watch because they want to see them fight. Let them fight. 
You're going to make money regardless if belts on the line with these two in the ring. Mm-hmm. So they have to fight total domination on her part. I mean, I think she just wanted to get some rounds in because I thought she was going to get that girl out of there earlier than, earlier than the third round. Yeah. But shout out to her, man, on another uh, dominant performance in the octagon. And uh, a whole card in itself, man, was a great card. Yeah, I picked that. I pick it up with Shashanka as well. I mean, I, I echo your sentiments, man. I mean, what? I mean, the the, the, the young lady um, Lauren Murphy didn't even belong in the cage with her. It was actually sad to see, and Shashanka knew she was prey. Like the way Shashanka stalked her, boxed around with her, slapped her around, took her down, and I really believe she wanted some rounds. Mm-hmm. Her last couple of fights, she destroyed. <laughs> and I really believe she wanted to get in there and see some things. Laura Murphy didn't press no buttons last night. Valentino Shashenko was in no danger or no trouble whatsoever. <laughs> That's a bad human being right there. I ain't going to say bad woman. Bad human being. And let me tell you this. Everybody was gooing and geeking and on when we got Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. Cyborg was a legend. But let me tell you something. Valentino Shashenko is better than Chris Cyborg. She's better than Chris Cyborg. She is. Mm. Amanda Nunes beat Cyborg. She knocked her out in the first round. What sense does it make to make the greatest female fight of all time? I know they fought twice already, but where these women are in their careers right now, this would be, man, forget the greatest woman fight of all time. This could be the greatest fight ever. Nunez and Shashenko three. No belts or bells. It don't matter. Dana White get it right. Julia Pena, talented grappler. But it ain't gonna last long when she get in there with the lioness. So when Amanda Nunez beat her in a couple in another month or so, let's go ahead and get this done, man. Let's go ahead and get this done. Look, these two women are assassins of the highest order. This fight needs to take place. Dana White, stop playing around. Want to go back to the street fight with Ortega and Volkanovski <laughs> real quick, and we're about to wrap up. Volkanovski gained a lot of respect for me last night on, on two reasons why I say that. Going into the fight, I know Volkanovski is very talented. He's a freak athlete. I, I'm not saying he can't fight. I, know, I, I never disc his athleticism, what he brings to the cage. No, 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 no. I just didn't like how he was carrying himself after the Holloway fights. Even in the first fight, if you go back and watch that first fight with him and Holloway, I don't know. You got to beat the champion, in my opinion. Oh, you felt like he didn't beat him? I didn't feel like he beat him. Okay. I didn't think that was a clear win. I didn't feel like it. Okay. Second fight, I felt like Max beat him. Mm -hmm. I felt like he was a champion and acting like he was a, a, a dominant champion when he... I felt like he didn't prove that. Well, last night, he proved it last night. That was a war he was in. And he should have been unconscious sleep on two chokes. And that joker got out of him. And he banged Ortega when he got up. He made Ortega pay after Ortega was trying to submit him twice. I seen a look in it. I said, oh, this brother a killer. He hear the noise and he gained some respect last night. Shout out to Mr. Ortega as well. A warrior. A normal man would have been stopped in the third round. They wouldn't have got up. That fight wouldn't have continued, but that ain't no normal dude. That dude ain't got all his screws tight. <laughs> That's why he was able to go back there and perform. Great performance by those two. Salute to Nick Diaz. 
a gangster man. Robin Lauder came. Robin Lauder came in on the mission last night. The pace that he was pushing, straightforward, 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 bomb, bomb, bomb. He was not moving away from Nick Diaz. And I think Nick Diaz knew that once we got into the fourth round. Oh, this Joker ain't slowing down. Mm-hmm. And then he cracked Diaz right over his nose and broke his nose. He broke his nose. And Diaz was like, you know what, bro? <laughs> that's it. You got it. And it made me laugh because that's Nick Diaz. A lot of people say, oh, he quit. He quit. He ain't quit, bro. None of y'all couldn't have gotten that cage after seven years and fought a former welterweight world champion. Mm-hmm. Who's a murderer? And Robbie Lawler. So hats off. I hope that's not the last time we see Nick Diaz. But I was also good to see Rob Lawler get back on track. I love to see what the UFC has next for him as well. So UFC 260 was great. Had had a pay-per-view in a while. Pay-per-views are starting to roll back through. We got some more coming up in uh, uh, in the next month or so. Look forward to getting back on track with the pay-per-views. All right. All right, man. So we had to talk a little bit about boxing and UFC. We're going to come out of that and we're going to go into this college football, man. Um, <laughs> another great week in college football. Another surprising week in college football. Uh, we getting ready to talk about it right now. And um, man, I'm just kind of speechless just thinking about that scene in Texas, man, uh, with the Aggies and the Razorbacks. But yeah. let's go ahead and play this theme music. Uh, real quick, if I can, and get this show on the road. Technology, sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it sucks. It's time once again All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it, man. College football week four, I believe it was. Yeah, week four took place. Yesterday, some fantastic games, um, shocking moments yesterday uh, in the world of college football. I, I, I got to say before we get into it, I don't know if you feel the same way or not, Black, but this ain't a normal college football year. If you look at the first four weeks of the season, just some of the storylines and some of the losses and just some of the, I mean, just a lot going on that we're just not used to. It's, this college football season doesn't seem familiar. To me, what you, how you feel about that? Um, it, it's it's definitely weird because I and you know what makes it weird because it's we're seeing teams that we're not used to seeing doing good, really good, and we're seeing the really some of the really good teams struggle. You know, so that is it's very it, that's very surprising about it. But yeah, I I definitely feel that way. It's been a, a very weird year. Uh, for college football, yeah, but hey, man, I've I've enjoyed it. You know, change is always good, my boy. In college football, absolutely. We just we just talked about changes in college football. I guess the way this season is going, I guess just the start of it. So hey, uh, yeah, man, great weekend, man, of college football this weekend. Totally locked in on everything that was going on, man, with these games and these upsets and teams arriving. Yeah, it, I enjoyed it, D. Well, let's go ahead and kick it off, man. Pig suey. Pig suey. My boy, you called it last week. 
<laughs> the Arkansas Razorbacks <laughs> took care of that business. Now, we asked last week, are they for real? We asked last week, are they about that life? And now they're a top team, top 10 team in this country after knocking off the then seventh ranked Texas A&M Aggies 20 to 10 in Jerry World, catapulted them to now being the eighth ranked team in the country. Black, what did you see yesterday with one of the most uh, unique wins in college football with Arkansas really saying, hey, we're here. And you're going to have to deal with us, them getting a win over the Aggies 20 to 10. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> shout out. You know what? I got to give a special shout out to uh, Sam Pittman, man. He's done a wonderful job with the Razorbacks, man, in his second year, man. And this, and this kid, he got that quarterback, man, uh, this Kyle Jefferson kid. This kid has a bright friend. And, and I didn't know. I, I, I got scared for a minute watching the game. D, I didn't know he was a sophomore, man. Mm-hmm. The kid is a sophomore, and this kid got the goods, man. He was what seven? I mean, he was seven for fifteen, two twelve, and two touchdowns. But man, when the kid put the ball in the air, man, it's 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 a beautiful thing to watch, man. And like they they had a And M on their toes the whole game. They came out, inserted themselves, defense. I was really really impressed with their defense, man. They didn't allow Texas A and M offense to do much. And then having a quarterback back there who hadn't played in that type of environment and that type of with that uh with big stuff, I mean, big get big games that's on the line in critical moments, you know, he he didn't that was a lot for him. And you can see it in that game. And Arkansas's defense, they used it with the blitz. And I mean, they to see them blitz the way they were blitzing, I was I it, it was exciting to watch, man. But Arkansas has something special. They have something special going. I knew it. Uh, I knew it. Just seeing how they did Texas, I was like, okay, Arkansas might be on the, on, on their way back. And then this performance yesterday, man, was just kind of icing on the cake. Next week they got they go. To, <laughs> next week they got a they got a slugfest on their hands. So I don't know how that's gonna go, but man, yeah, special shout out to the Razorbacks, man, on the big win. Shout out! Oh, got a shout out. Kurt, man, he from Arkansas, so shout out to him, man. He's okay. ecstatic. Shout out, Kurt. Yeah, shout out to you, bro. I yeah. know he's ecstatic about it. He called me after the game. He was like, hey, man. Yeah. Shot my boys out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, man, shout out to him. Yeah. Just excited about Arkansas. D, they they got a lot of young talent. That receiver, Burks, and all those diff- four running backs that they play, man. And all those guys seem to – it seemed to work, man, in Sam Pittman's offense. And I didn't know Sam Pittman was the offensive line coach. That's – that's crazy, man. And to see this way, the way this offense uh, moves the ball up and down the field, it's a, it's, it's a good thing to watch, D. And I'm excited about what the Razorbacks are going to do from here. Yeah, just a total team effort. A total team win yesterday with Arkansas, man. Now, for what it's worth, you can see the deficiencies in Texas A&M offense with the quarterback play. It's bad. They don't have a quarterback. I know their backup is in there right now because they lost their start in, uh, I think it was the first game of the year. But the quarterback play is egregious for the Aggies. I mean, it doesn't matter what Jimbo dials up. It's not enough to do anything right now. Clearly, the Aggies have talent, but they ran into a momentum buzzsaw yesterday in Arkansas, man. That was a great team win. Balanced on offense, passing, rushing. Defense was sound. Didn't give up the big play. Made key tackles when they needed to. They got the Aggies off the field on key third downs. This is one of those... Um, the Arkansas is one of those teams, man, where you want to fully believe 
and then they make you believe. You know, I picked AM to get out of there with a close win and beat them by three last week on last week's show because I just was like, ah, I like what's going down with Arkansas, but I just don't know yet. And then what do they do? They make me believe again by getting another win. Now they're a top 10 team in this country. I'm rooting for Arkansas. It's good to get some fresh blood out there, especially out there in the SEC because Lord have mercy. What went down yesterday in Vanderbilt, <laughs> 62 to nothing. We'll get to that in a second. You got to have some life out there outside of your Georgias and your Alabamas and your Floridas. So it's good to see Arkansas out there doing it. And I'm going to keep it real with you. What Arkansas is doing is what Texas A&M should be doing. Mm. So that's how I viewed the game yesterday. But it was good out in Jerry World. And listen, man, I laughed so hard at the end of that game. I'm still waiting on footage for somebody to tell me how did Jerry and Stephen Jones get from the top of that stadium down to that field in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought all them boys for Arkansas was Jerry's sons. That grin on Jerry's face was so large. Jerry probably handed that five thousand oh, yeah, dollars every kid he, out there, man. You know he they did. got PS fives. They got the brand new Jays. They got everything, man. Leaving at that stadium, boy. Jerry Jones was elated to see his album Mata come out there and handle business in his stadium. Just amazing game yesterday. Shout out to Arkansas. Look, they on a <laughs> murderous roll schedule right now. Mm. All right, they checked one box already. They took care of the seventh ring Aggies, but them dogs are calling. They loud, they hungry, and they slobbing. That's some real life for them next week. And the thing that I hate about it, that SEC on CBS thing is so trash sometimes because this game is at 12 o'clock. This game is at 12 o'clock next week. How do you have a top 10 matchup at 12 o'clock? Why? That's the only pushback they have about this game. They got to do something. Somebody got to go. Gotta do something. Somebody got to go to eight o'clock. Old Miss Alabama got to go to seven forty-five. They got to do something about this. Cause come on, let's get a let's get a Razorbacks the opportunity, man. Give them a big stage game, man. While all the lights are on them, but they gonna put them at twelve o'clock. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that I saw on Twitter. Uh, Arkansas fans said on Twitter yesterday, say, "Hey, I'm not mad about the twelve o'clock kickoff. That's an early game, early start. We used to playing at twelve. We you we use Georgia ain't used to that like that. You Georgia playing at 3 30, 7 o'clock. We used to that 12 o'clock kickoff. That could be an advantage for Arkansas. Mm. So when he said, I said, okay, he's trying to dig up anything he can. <laughs> anything he can, but well, they played Vanderbilt at 12 o'clock. Oh Lord, are you seeing what happened with the cook guard? <laughs> so shout out to the Razorbacks. Top 10 team in the country. Excellent win. Great for their program. Their head coach is doing a fantastic job. We'll see how far they can go because this is just the first game of a four-game stretch that mm. is absolutely brutal. When you look at the, the uh, SEC West standings, it's hilarious right now because you got Arkansas and Alabama mm. at the top. Arkansas and Alabama. No LSU. No Texas A&M. Oh, and Ole Miss. Oh, yeah, and Ole Miss. They over yeah. there, too. Mm-hmm. They over there, too. All right. All right, man, so we're going to come out of that. We're going to go to Chicago, man. Yesterday, man, we had a big game in Soldier Field. You had Notre Dame. And Wisconsin, they haven't played each other in over 50 years. And what a scene it was in Soldier Field yesterday with the Irish and the Badgers yesterday. Notre Dame pulling away late in the late in the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, getting that win 41 to 13. 
Irish back up in the top 10. Black, what did you think about the win yesterday from Notre Dame? And believe it or not, on the betting odds, Notre Dame was the underdog yesterday. Wisconsin was a a minus three going into that game. But Notre Dame shut that up, didn't they? 41-13 for the Irish. Look, man. Graham Mertrez, you trash. Mm, My God. You just... Garbage. I I don't four picks, bruh. <laughs> four picks in a big game like this at Soldier Field. Soldier Field. In Chicago. In Chicago, baby. Man, D, the game was tight. The game was tight. Most of the way. Calls. Yeah. Most of the way. Yeah. And then the, the floodgates open. Did they ever? I'm talking about. I said, oh my goodness, the floodgates open, man. Like, what happened? Graham Martrez, 18 for 41, 240. One touchdown and four interceptions. Goodness. Jake Cohen, he left the game early. They, they thought he had a major injury. He's good though. But he was he he's good. He he uh he didn't come back in that game, but he was 15 for 29, 158 and a touchdown. And shout out to uh shout out to special teams, man. Shout out to the special teams for Notre Dame. Yeah. They really got this thing rolling. They yeah. got a special team touchdown and after that, the floodgates opened. I can tell you so much that happened so fast. I couldn't even. I can't even yeah. remember it all. It, it happened very quickly, you know. But uh, shout out to uh, Brian Kelly. Yes, one hundred and six wins, most wins in Notre Dame history all for time. a head coach. That was fast. All time. So that was and, fast. And, and we were just talking about this. It seemed like he been. At, he didn't seem that long. He been at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You know, he's literally came into Notre Dame from Cincinnati. I remember when he was at Cincinnati. Yeah. I was like, wow. And I'm thinking, I was like, dang, well, who was at Cincinnati? Who was the coach? Who, I mean, who was the quarterback when he was there? You know, he had Graham Harrell and mm-hmm. those guys. Remember Graham Harrell mm-hmm. and those guys? So I'm like, man. Great coach. Like, great he's coach. a great coach. Like, the way Notre Dame has been relevant ever since he's been there. Ever since you he's know, been they there. You know, they haven't got over the hump yet, but they, they've been relative. They compete. They're in the, they've been in the playoffs twice. What, three times? I think three times. Yeah, three times. So... Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, Brian Kelly on 106 wins, most wins all time for uh, Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame head football coach. But uh, excellent game, D. Notre Dame flexed their muscle in the in the uh, end of the third, going into the fourth. Next week, it it, get, it gets real. Next week, I think next week with Cincinnati barking coming. Uh, them Bearcats, I think they hungry. We're going to see what happened, though. We're going to see. If Notre Dame, Notre Dame can't play the way they play in three quarters. Not against them. Against Cincinnati. Not so against them. I'm pretty sure Brian Kelly is going to try to fix up some things before the Bearcats come calling. Yeah. Um, I was really locked into this game. Believe it or not, my TV had this game on. I was locked into the 12 o'clock kickoff of Notre Dame, Wisconsin. And I usually watch I usually watch college game day every Saturday, but for some reason I watched the pregame on Fox this past Saturday. Really didn't see much of game day. I liked a lot of the stories that they were sharing between both teams and the quarterbacks. And it was so crazy. Um the starting quarterback from Notre Dame, both of his best friends are the starting safeties for the Badgers. So when he was playing for Wisconsin a few years back, he was talking about that story. So just a lot of intriguing storylines. And then the game started. And I said, man, Notre Dame look kind of flat. They look kind of, they office don't look too good. Maybe the kid is nervous facing his old team. You know, I'm not really sure what's happening with Notre Dame. Look like it's going to be a recipe for them to get upset today. And boy, was I wrong. They were firing on all cylinders on that defensive side and on the special team side. The Wisconsin quarterback, by God. <laughs> I mean, Black already echoed the sentiments. I mean, the young man was absolutely putrid. I mean, you can't play like that in a big game at Soldier Field. Like, what do you? What did you expect was going to happen? 
Wisconsin fell flat on their face when it was time for them to put up a shut up. Plain and simple. And as a result of that now, the Badgers are now one and two, heading into Big Ten play. This was a team that a lot of people picked to, you know, compete in the Big Ten this year, and it just doesn't look like that they're going to be able to do that. Brian Kelly, this was about coaching. Brian Kelly is an excellent coach, all-time leader in wins in uh, Notre Dame history. He was poised. You know, he kept his guys uh, focused. And as a result of that, they took advantage of the opportunities that they got in that third quarter, in that fourth quarter, and literally shut the door on the Badgers. I mean, they really didn't have a chance to even try to fight back once everything just started rolling uphill for the Irish. So Notre Dame's in that position again. Notre Dame and Brian Kelly are in position to do what again? Well, state their claim and punch their ticket into the playoffs midseason. Look at the wins. Look at what they're doing. Look at what the next week it gets. Hey, <laughs> the Bearcats come howling in <laughs> next week. And they that done there. They still got, I believe they play Michigan State or somebody like that, Penn State mm-hmm. or one of them. I mean, it don't stop. So Notre Dame is in prime position to kick down that door and make the college football playoff once again. Great win for the Irish as they reemerge back up into the top 10. All right, Black Man, I got a question for you, man. Are the Bulldogs the real number one team in this country? Are the Georgia Bulldogs the real number one team in the country, Black? Or are you going to stick with the Crimson Tide? For now, I'm going to stick with the Crimson Tide. Okay. Because they beat a really, really good Florida team. A really, really good Florida team. And if Georgia comes out Saturday... And manhandles Arkansas, then that would change. Well, what about Alabama if they manhandle Ole Miss? I don't think that's gonna happen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, man, I like Georgia. I do, but they haven't. Re- they play Clemson. They play Clemson to open but, the season. But, but really, how good is Clemson to open the season? To open the season, neutral now. top five game. It was D. Okay, now let's. We can't discredit that, even though. Even though Clemson has two losses now. Yeah, but, man, Georgia is the real deal. They are the real deal, but I like Arkansas as well. I like Arkansas well, but Georgia defense is nasty. And it's a home game for Georgia. They just came. They just coming off a two-game road trip. So, I know it's going to be rocking in Georgia. In Athens, baby. Man, the, I don't know. If they, man, if they manhandle Arkansas, in my opinion – and look great, I think that's a chance you can call them the number one team, depending on what happens with Alabama and Ole Miss. But I just have a feeling in my heart that Ole Miss and Alabama is going to be a close and tight one. Okay. Might be the last one with the ball. That's okay. what I'm thinking about Ole Miss and Alabama. But uh, not yet. I'm going to stick with Alabama for now. I'm going to stick with Bama. Georgia is utterly dominant. Georgia has given us no reason to think that they are not the number one team in this country. I know Florida beat a very, I mean, I know Alabama beat a very good Florida team. Not discrediting that. I'm not. But I saw the dogs on a Saturday night when Clemson was ranked number three in this country. And they dominated them. They beat them. Defensively, they shut down the Tigers. And literally put the battery in their back for Clemson having a bad season that they're having. Georgia did that. And then after that, they've literally been steamrolling folks 
black. None of these games have been close at all. Staggering stat. Their last two games, these boys are outscoring the last two teams they played. <laughs> 130 to 3. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. These are nothing. There's nothing competitive happening with the Bulldogs. And I'm going to feel different from you, man. I think the Bulldogs are the number one team in this country. Because mm. of the dominance. They're not even get, they're not even giving teams a chance to show nothing. Now Alabama answered the call and they took care of business against uh <laughs> Southern Mississippi last night. Now Vanderbilt ain't no better, but this is an SEC school. I bet if you put Vanderbilt and uh Southern Miss on the field, Vandy might get them a three-point win. <laughs> But I'm gonna go with Georgia right now as being the number one team in this country just off the dominance. I think I think uh Kirby's uh Kirby Smart is coaching his best coaching job since he's been there. Now he's had talent. Always. He kind of changing your mind about what you said too. Kind of. He changing your mind kinda, a little bit. Kinda, kinda. We'll see. Big game this weekend. Still big games to play. Big though. games this weekend. Okay. Then he got he got that Florida game looming in a couple weeks up here in the Bangham. Yeah, Halloween weekend. Absolutely. Yes. So, some questions still left to be answered there. But as of right now, I'm going to take the dogs. They just totally dominated Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, whoever that head coach is out there, by God. By God, man. You don't deserve to lose your job after that. That's right. You don't deserve to lose your job. You deserve counseling. They should put you and the entire Commodore team in the counseling. Because they're not going to be able to recover from this. This is disgusting what happened to them boys. And I think Georgia is the number one team in this country. I'm just gonna put it out there. I just mm. think I just think they number, number one. Number one team. I just think they number one team in the country. Okay. I just I just think right now that they've been I the I like it though. I like I think it. they've been the most impressive team. Oh most impressive definitely most impressive definitely. team, the Bulldogs. Agree. I would agree. Because okay. we didn't I, I promise you I didn't expect them to be this dominant through what? Three games? Well, not four, like four, four games. Four games. Four games. Not Especially like this. Not like this. Yeah, definitely. Not like this. All right, Black. Notre Dame. I mean, excuse me, Clemson. What in the hell is happening with the Clemson Tigers, man? The Clemson Tigers are 2-2. Two and two. And yesterday, their 57-game winning streak of beating non-ranked opponents came to an end when the North Carolina State Wolfpack took care of that business in overtime and knocked off the I think they were the ninth ranked Tigers then, and now they're all the way to number 25. Dang. Clemson is the 25th ranked team in the country. Black, we're not used to this. We haven't seen this. Dabble on the Tigers in a bad spot. Hell, the ACC is absolutely abysmal this year. But back to the Tigers, back. What are you seeing with Clemson, man? As they lose twenty-seven to twenty-one to the Wolfpack, man. For me, D. Clemson has the talent. I just think they they really lack an elite quarterback play right now. I think, uh, man. You know, we always butcher his name, DJ Ugly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. always butcher his name, but Ugly. The, the kid is he. I'm not finished. I'm not saying he's a good. He's not a great talent. The kid will shoot. He's a five star ranked quarterback coming out of school, number one quarterback. 
So he has to it has to be something good with him, but he's not playing elite. Mm-hmm. He looked nervous out there. He's scared to make certain passes. He don't want to use he he he's scared to use his legs. Like it's just a lot going on with Clemson. The defense is not the best. Know that they had a whole lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. But I I'm just don't I just don't know what's going on with Clemson. We're seeing it's something I said in the preview show. They have a lot of holes this year. Offensive line is really not good this year. Defensively, the DBs are by God trash. Awful. Awful. I mean this look, I mean this kid number uh number 88. Man, I mean the kid out there looking like an NFL receiver, man. I mean the twist of his body with the catch in the end zone. Man, gonna be a first round pick up the Look, Tigers, man, man. It's, it, it's crazy. Um, and shout out to that, their quarterback, uh, Leary. I, I can't even pronounce his name. Leary. Leary. 32 for 44. Great numbers. 32 yeah. for 44, 238, four touchdowns. No interceptions, D. No turnovers. Yeah. Against a, no turnover, against a good. A good Clemson, Clemson defense. defense. Yeah, front seven. At you got to realize these these guys didn't give up a touchdown to Georgia. Georgia didn't score an offensive touchdown against them. Mm-hmm. They scored a defensive touchdown. And man, to see the way they played, man, they just kept with it. They just kept with it. Even when Clemson kind of made their run, start coming back, tie this thing, they kept with it. Even though they field goal kicker, he needs to be ran out of the building. Because <laughs> this game was not supposed to go to overtime. Even with him missing kicks, man, that head coach kept them guys kept them guys grounded, kept them focused, kept them focused on what the task at hand, and they got the job they got the job done, man. Knocking off Clemson, Clemson's first regular season loss to an ACC team, thirty two consecutive games. If I'm not uh, was snapped, but thirty two consecutive game win streak against ACC schools, incredible, was snapped yesterday uh, against NC State. So yeah, man, it's just. Clemson just struggling this year, D. They got a lot of answers. They got a lot of things that need to be answered. Uh, quarterback play and defense and offensive line, I really think causing them this year to have the problems that they're having. It's the cycle, man. It's the cycle. It's the cycle of college athletics. And now it's Clemson's turn. I mean, look at their fortune. Deshaun Watson. Let's go back to Taj Boyd. <laughs> Taj Boyd. Deshaun Watson. Trevor Lawrence, that's 12 years, almost 12 years of supreme, superb quarterback play. Sammy Watkins, DeAndre Hopkins, they've had exceptional talent all around. I'm talking about elite, elite talent, superior defense, superior O-line receivers. It's the cycle. Is Clemson a bad football team? I don't think they're a bad football team. I just think they're not what we're used to seeing. That's why they're getting the hate that they're getting right now. And it comes with the territory. I mean, when you go to the playoffs every year in its existence, except the first year, and when you win two of the last four national championships, I mean, I'm not crying for the Tigers. (laughs) But at this point, Dabo is a great leader. I think he is. We're about to find out. He's a good head coach. I think he is. We're about to find out. The waters are muddy. Questions need to be answered. And uh, Uglier, sorry for butchering your name, dog, because you know we love you here on the sports desk. He ain't the reason. You want to know why I know he ain't the reason? Justin Ross had an opportunity to win that game for them mm. in overtime. Beautifully thrown ball by Uglier. 
And Justin Ross didn't even look up to catch the ball. The ball was available to drop down right into the pocket of Justin Ross. And he didn't look for it. If he catches that, he walks into the end zone. Clemson escapes. So it's not on this kid, on Uglier. It's not on him. Just questions everywhere all over the football field. And now we're really going to see what the Tigers are made of. They're 2-2 two and two right now. Can they still win the ACC? Absolutely. Can they still go to the Orange Bowl? Absolutely. Can the Tigers finish 10-2 and two and go to the Orange Bowl? Yes, they can. But cry me a river, Dabo. Cry me a river, Tiger fans of Clemson. You won't catch a tear fall from my eyes. <laughs> Deal with it like the rest of us. Because some of us are in a lot darker areas than you. Exactly. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what's up with the Tigers. But something's going on. And we're going to figure out what they're really all about to finish off this season. The ACC still up for grabs. I think Clemson still wins the ACC. I think they still win it. Because by God, the fighting Mac Grover Browns have let me all the way down. Mm, mm, mm. That's another topic. But yeah, Tigers will be fine. I think they still win the ACC. They go to the Orange Bowl and they face somebody at the Big 12 or whatever and end their season. All right. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way, sir. I told our listeners, you know, we'll keep it real here on the sports desk. Seminole fans right now just need to hush right now. All Seminole fans right now, we need to sit back and chill. I talk a lot of shit. I talk a lot of shit, man, about my Seminoles, man. I love us. At least I do. But, man, this shit here, listen, man, we need to sit back. We need to sit our ass back. That shit there was an embarrassment. We only two weeks into this damn thing and I'm ready to give up! You think I want this? It just happened! Now, before I get into what all of you are probably sitting on your edge of the edge of your seats for to hear us talk about, you know, Florida State being absolute abomination and a doo-doo stain on a pair of white draws <laughs> has caused a wedge between me and black. I don't talk to black as much as I used to now. Florida State is trash. That's a healthy part of our football conversations is the Florida State Seminoles. And me and Black just have not even, I mean, not a single text message, <laughs> phone call, or anything about what's going on in Tallahassee. Now, am I upset about that? No, I'd much rather not talk to Black while we're on four. On five. Six. Hell, on 12. This is new. Willie was trash. So, Black, I need you to help me find a word for worse than trash. Because what we're experiencing right now is worse than trash. (laughs) This is the official bottom of the toilet commode 
for Florida State University. We are losing to Louisville. Wake Forest. Jacksonville State. These are our losses. We lost to the Fighting Irish in week one. Yeah. But then we lose to Wake Forest, Jacksonville State, and Louisville. There is no hope in Tallahassee. The sun has set. The sun will not be coming up. This will be Mike Norvell's last year in Tallahassee. He will be fired at some point this season. Or he'll take another job. How do you know that, D? What do you mean, how do I know that? There's no other school in the country. Nebraska, where Scott Frost low star, guess what the Huskies are right now? Two and two. Huskers, excuse me, two and two. Even you go out to LSU, what are the Tigers out there look like? Eh, two and two. Slow, slow year for the Tigers. Then what about the other Tigers from Clemson? Ah, they're two and two. Well, what other team out there starts the season with a high-profile collegiate uh, uh, a name like Florida State 0-4 and keeps their job? Mm. Have you ever seen it? People Never tell seen. me, oh, y'all owe really too much money. Y'all going to owe over. I don't care. We're billionaires. We got it. Pay that man that 30 something and get him the hell out of Tallahassee. You sicken me, Mike Norvell. I'm going to say this. I'm going to pass it back because I'm not going to go on a rant here because I'm good for one. I tried to tell y'all. I tried to tell you. Stop going getting me the Mid-American Conference head coaches. Don't bring me another Conference USA head coach. Go get me somebody from the trenches. Go get me prime. Go get me somebody who knows what the hell they doing. It is disgusting what's happening up in Doak. It's so bad that my friends don't even make fun of me anymore. They don't even say nothing. Deep down inside, they love it, but they can't even do anything about it. Because this is not what we do here in Florida. Florida was never this bad. I'm not sure if the putrid hurricanes who beat Wolfson High School 79-0 this past weekend. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves for playing Connecticut State <laughs> and got the nerve to bring out the turnover chain. But that's the Hurricanes for you. But back to the God off of Florida State Seminoles who sit out on four for the first time in school history. This is the low, folks. <laughs> Until next week. When we're 0 5. Black, what do you got on the 0 4 floor to say Seminoles? 0 4, D. 0 4. First time since 1974. Boy, Bobby Bowden wasn't even the head coach. Good God. D, I had a dream. <laughs> and man, it felt so real. <laughs> it felt so real, it woke me up and I was in a deep panic sweat. In my dream, man, I was I was watching TV. Me and you were sitting on the couch, and we were here. We were at your house. We were watching. Like, man, just saying to ourselves, man, what's going to happen? We don't have a head coach yet. Recruiting's coming around. D, we need something. It's going to be Dion. 
Is it going? Is it going to be? Is it going to be James Franklin? Indeed, I politely look down at. I'm dreaming now. I politely look down at my phone, and you know what I seen on my phone? <clears throat> What's that? It said Florida State has hired Nick Saban as the head coach, and I said, "No freaking way! <laughs> no way!" <laughs> and in my dream, I was like, "Man." Kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> Bobby Bowden was Nick Saban's mentor. Sure. Uh, Bobby Bowden meant a lot to Nick Saban. Sure. But then I woke up. Yes, you did. And I said, "Earn the snap out of it." <laughs> Nick Saban would never, Mm-mm. ever come to Florida State. D, this is I'm having nightmares now. Mm-mm-mm. This is bad. Yep. And I'm gonna say this right now, D. And I want, and I know you're a part of this too. In group chat, don't say my name. And yes, yeah, said our football correspondent. I was out pressure watching my driveway. <laughs> yes, I was, sir. Cause there's no reason for Ernest Lockwood, aka Black, to sit and watch the abomination. That's going on in Tallahassee. (laughs) But you know what you would get a kick out of? You know what I did do? I watched the Florida Gators play last night. Sure. I watched to see how exciting y'all look. Yeah. I want my team to be look exciting how y'all look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No hate in my heart. Uh -uh. No hate at all. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. We all know Uh -uh. where I stand at with the Florida Gators, but I'm a realist. Yeah, yeah. I love Dan Mullen. He's a great coach. Shout out Dan. A coach that knows how to make adjustments in the second half. Good God. If you got a running back that's raising hell, why not give him the ball 50 times? (laughs) Why not? You can't do nothing now. Mackenzie Milton, you strong guy, you gotta go. See you. Um, Mr. President, Mr. Athletic Director, whoever the hell your name is, whatever, whoever you are, it's time to clean house. He lied. I don't have the answers. I don't know who it's going to be. I, I, I really don't know at this point. Mm-mm. But I know one thing. This is low. This is the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. No matter where Florida State goes from here. If they come back up or stay down, people are always going to remember the year Florida State just didn't show up and didn't do anything. And we have a by God awful head coach. God. That gets up on the podium and says out his mouth every time, this is on me. Well, when are you going to change some damn sh- around? <laughs> Like I said, D, on the, on the last on on the last episodes before this, when we were <sighs> when we were zero and one, zero and two, zero and three, and now we're zero and four. I'm checked out. I'm checked out. Yeah. Yep. Everyone, this is your time to rejoice. Sure. Mainly Florida fans. Mainly Florida fans. And, 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 and shout, out to, shout out to you, Freddie. They need to take Bobby Bout's name off that god awful stadium. Good God. 
It hurt me so bad. I look at NFL the next week and look, and I, I, I directly go to all the Florida State players and look at them, and I say, man, I know they pissed off because all of them ball out. Asante Samuels picked off Patrick Mahomes today. He said, I'm pissed because Florida State's so trash. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey is kicking the goats behind right now. He is doing this. I know he watched the game. He was pissed. This is the lowest of the low. We've had some great talent and great people, great players come out of Florida State and no one's speaking on Florida State. They don't want to be seen. Nobody wants to be associated with Florida State right now. And it's sad. But hey, D, I guess it's our time. It's been our time for the past four years. I never would have thought it would have been like this, but man, I have to agree with you, D. It's time for Norvell to go. I don't think he's the man for the job. <laughs> it's too much pressure mm-hmm. to be at a school like Florida State and live up to the history, the tradition that Bobby Bowden has built. It's a difference between him and Jimbo. Jimbo got to coach behind Bobby Bowden. He got to be there to see Bobby Bowden in action. Norvell didn't. D, we might go 0-12 this year. I don't even know if we're going to beat UMass. Who just got 60 points put on them by somebody. I don't even know if we're going to beat them. Hey, D, it is what it is, man. I'm, 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 I'm not hurting anymore. It stings. Yeah, it stings. But... It's nothing to get mad. It's nothing to get mad about. I just see the tweets and I see the, all the all the side swipes we get in group tests from my football correspondent, James Dangleman on Twitter. I, I mean, everybody just having a ball. You should. You should. You should enjoy. Fred said something today, man, and I had to write on Twitter right before we started this show. Man, if you were FSU and Jag fan, you really owe seven. Jesus. Not a win. Not one win out of both of my teams. Dang. Do you know how disgusting that is, D? Boy, what? What did you do in camp? Dang. When can I get a win? That's hard. I just want one. <laughs> it's not funny. It's tough, D, but Florida State, they got some work to do. They got some things to change, man, and hopefully... We can get some answers, some answers to these problems sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. I only hope on the schedule to get a win is UMass. That's it. That's it. You know, I found myself doing some other things during the Florida State game, and you know, I actually just left the house, went to the mall, walked around. You know, I'm really into cologne and smell some new stuff. You know, went to Target, went to Ross, <laughs> you know, hung out with my little family, you know, just kind of chilled out on a beautiful day up here. I mean, I came home and I started doing some YouTube videos. <laughs> People texting me about the game. I don't, I mean, the, what you texting me for? There's no reason to text me. Now, my only saving grace is that I am indeed a Dallas Cowboys fan. So I'm 1-0-0 right now, man. No wins from the Jags, no wins from Florida State. 
One win from the Cowboys. So I have felt the feeling of winning so far this year. So I am blessed in that regards. But it is what it is, like Black said, man. I've started the fundraiser right now, firenorvell.org. You can go there and you can, uh, you know, at least give us a penny towards our organization, man, to get Norvell out of here, man, because we know he's going to need a lot of money to get up out of Florida State, but I don't care. Get him the hell out of here. All right, Black, let's move on from that god-awful story, man. Let's stop by Norman, Oklahoma. And Black, I got some confessions to make. Mm. I got some... uh. Some uh some some realizations that have come before me. And yesterday, Smooth came over to the house yesterday. Smooth came over and we was in here watching some of it. He brought it up about Spencer Rattler yesterday. We was over here kicking it a little bit. Shout out to our NBA correspondent. And he echoed the same sentiments, sort of like what you were saying. And he's seeing what Spencer's doing. And he says, Spencer ain't it. Spencer ain't making no keen turning the corner. He not improving. And it only started there with Smooth. I went back and seen Kirk Herbstreet come on and say, man, you just don't see elite quarterbacks stall in their progression like Spencer Rattler. Desmond Howard took his turn. Everybody in their mama is taking a turn on Spencer Rattler's quarterback play. Even the Oklahoma fans during the game last night started chanting, we want Cody. We want Cody. Well, who the hell is Cody, I might ask you. And I may tell you at the same time, that is the backup for the Sooners. They were screaming for the backup last night at a home game against the Mountaineers from West Virginia. I've watched Spencer Rattler every game this year. Every game I've watched him. And I can only conclude one thing that is hindering Spencer Rattler's progression in his sophomore season. He looks like he can't handle the hype. He looks like he can't handle the pressure of the Heisman talk. He looks rattled. He doesn't like he settled down in the offense at Oklahoma. If you look at the previous quarterbacks from Oklahoma, two of them went number one overall in the draft, and the other one is a Heisman Trophy winner. What's going on with Rattler? I don't know. By God, by the skin of their teeth, the Oklahoma Sooners are 4-0, and they're still a top-five team in this country. And next week might be the week. Because it's funny how it works. (laughs) His first loss was against Kansas State. They play Kansas State next week. And the Wildcats may have something to say for Oklahoma skating by. They skated by West Virginia, 13 to 16 last night. Last second field goal by Bricks. That's his name, the kicker. So, Black, I'm here to state this because last week I already told you I'm off the Heisman wagon. (laughs) I'm off the Heisman wagon. Bryce Young for Heisman. That's where I'm at with it. I got a feeling that this weekend is the weekend. Mm. I got a feeling the Sooners go down to the Wildcats because they know a little bit more about Spencer Rattler. You want to know why they know a little bit more about Spencer Rattler than normal? Some of the assistants that now coach for Kansas State (laughs) used to coach at Spencer Rattler's high school Mm. where he came from. I read that this morning. Wow. That the Wildcats are licking their chops. 
So Spencer Rattler has come down to earth for me. I thought that he would have an all-world year when the Heisman and I picked Oklahoma to win the national championship this year. They won't. They won't. You're four games in. It just doesn't turn around like that. But with that being said, it saddens me. <laughs> it really saddens me that this kid is just not performing. Black, anything on Spencer Rattler's shortcomings? Look, man. <laughs> it's, 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 it's wild to me because it's, it's everything that I was talking about with him. Look, the kid was 26 for 36, which is not bad. No, it's not. 256, one touchdown and one pick against the Mountaineers of West Virginia. Now, you telling me at a primetime Saturday night football game in Oklahoma, at home, that the good old, good old Mountaineers should be hanging with the Sooners? No. No. Something is not right with this Oklahoma offense. Defense is fine. Defense is playing good. But it's a look in Lincoln Riley's eye mm. that I've never seen before. And I'm seeing like, oh, man, it's, this offense isn't working, isn't moving the way that I like. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, eight point eight. What was it? They showed it last night on TV. I'm sorry. Baker Mayfield was, uh, his yards per play was 8.0. 8. Kyler Murray, yards per play was 8.5. Uh, Jalen Hurts, yards per play was 8.6. And Spencer Rattler, yards per play is 6.0. <clears throat> He's not efficient on the offensive side. He's not efficient as a quarterback the way Oklahoma quarterbacks have been in the past. I don't think Spencer Rattler is fit for this offense. Mm. Something needs to happen with, I don't know how long they stick with this. D, you saying next week could be the week. Mm -hmm. Could that be the week we see a quarterback change? Mm, I don't know if it's that bad. I don't know if it's that bad. I don't know I'm just I'm just asking. No, I don't. Because if you having a chance of wanting to get to the playoffs and your offense is just stalling and stalling, is it still time to get it get it rolling to figure some things out? <sighs> We're four games in, as Mr. Spencer Rattler is struggling. He's struggling. Heisman front runner. Yeah. First team All American. Number one pick in the draft when he gets ready to come out. <clears throat> D, I don't know. I don't just I don't like what I'm seeing from Oklahoma. It's these teams that they're playing, they should be blowing them out of the water. Saturday night, man, we should have got I should have been asleep, not sitting here watching nail biting, biting my nails, seeing if Oklahoma gonna get knocked off by the Mountaineers. Mm. I can't even tell you. And and Oklahoma and the Mountaineers are playing two quarterbacks. Ooh. And hanging with the Sooners. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's for it's just what I seen when we were talking about it on the preview show. I'm not sure if the kid has the goods. I don't know if he has it. But I think Leakin Leakin Riley and them need to figure some things out offensively. How they gonna how they gonna do this? Should they run the ball a little more? 
take the kid, take the ball out of the kid's hand because he's not making plays. He's not making plays, and that's not good for Oklahoma because Oklahoma, <clears throat> what we've seen in the past, everything is fast <clears throat> go. Get the ball up and down the field, up and down the field, score points. Man, we D, we four games in, and, and Oklahoma ain't scored over fifty points yet. When has when have we ever seen that? We have never seen that. <clears throat> we are four games in, and they hadn't scored over fifty points yet. It's just a lot going on, D, with him, man. But they still four and zero, still top five team. Could next week be the week? Uh, I have to kind of agree with you, D. It could be. And we shall see what what goes on with Oklahoma from here. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, Spencer Rattler had a great year last year. He had a great year last year. Had some struggles, threw some interceptions. But all in all, man, he had a pretty good season last year. That's why I'm just kind of so baffled. I can see if he was coming in as a true freshman and us really just trying to figure out what's going on with him. But their next few games, man, they really do get tested, man. I mean, they got Kansas State on the road at 3.30 next week. And then after that, the Longhorns come calling. So back-to-back weeks, I mean, they have some pretty tough games out there in the Big 12. They can lose both of these games if Spencer Rattler is not on his high horse doing what he needs to do. Now, I don't know what tape they need to go review from last season to see what's going on with Oklahoma. I mean, what's going on with that offense. But Lincoln Rattler, he's a guy for the job. Hey, if anybody can fix it, he can. And I don't know exactly what the issue is. I don't know if I got to look more into their skill position players. Mm. How much did they lose last year at the receiver, at the running back, offensive line? Because I really haven't looked into that. You know, we always think that the quarterback can do everything. But realistically, the quarterback don't do everything. You know, he's the leader of the offense. But, yes, he can't block for himself. He can't catch for himself. He can't rush the ball for himself. So, I don't know. I'm going to look a little bit deeper. But I am concerned. 330 ABC. As a result of this, Oklahoma went from four to six in the rankings. Four to six, they dropped them in the polls, and now they go on the road, Kansas State, followed by the Red River shootout against Texas on October 9th. So it's going to be an interesting time to see if they come out of this, but I got a bad feeling, man. I think next week might be the week. I hope they can make it to the Red River shootout against Sark and them boys, and, and we'll see what's going on. But other than then, concerning times in – Boomer Sooner Land. And one more time, yes, I am off the Heisman train. Bryce Young for Heisman, my boy. All right, two more things. We're going to wrap it up. Like I said before, me and Black are trying something different. Wrapping up your college football in one show, then wrapping up your NFL in another show. Black, what's going on with my fighter Mac Browns, man? Oh, man. I mean, embarrassed yesterday, hey, man. Hey, Sean Jeff Sims, man. He from the city. Yeah, man. He from the city. Yeah, man. Man, yeah, that kid man. went wild. Yeah, that man. Will, that, kid, that kid went wild, man. I, I definitely didn't expect that. Yeah. But for me, D, is only one thing, and I said it to you. Talent. They don't have the talent in the pieces on mm-hmm. the outside mm-hmm. for Sam Howell to look as great as you want him to look. Mm-hmm. They don't have it. They don't have a run game. Mm-hmm. It's just not there, D. Mm-hmm. And man, did Georgia Tech just exploit everything that's wrong <laughs> with the fighting? Well, I'm sorry. No, you're right. The fighting Mac Browns are in trouble. <sighs> they are in trouble. Georgia Tech had a field day with the fighting Mac Browns. They did. Forty-five, <laughs> twenty-two. Man, it's I couldn't believe it, D. I like I, def, I definitely wasn't expecting that to go down. 
But it did. How was say eight times yesterday? 25 for 39, 306, two touchdowns. For Not a bad hours. game. Not a bad game. Jeff Sims, uh, 10 for 13, 112, and a touchdown. Jeff Sims, 10 carries, 128, and three touchdowns. That's what did it. Lamar Jackson out that thing. Just, <laughs> just shredded the Tar Heel defense. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with them. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely shocked at them because – I thought they would be a team that would be on the up. I thought they they'll have their little struggles here and out, here and there. But I thought Mac Brown to kind of figure that out. But this doesn't look good for them, man. Especially with uh, teams like uh, Miami coming up and Clemson. Well, they don't. I don't think they play Clemson. I'm sorry. They don't play Clemson. They got Miami uh, and Florida yeah, State yeah, coming up. Yeah, got Miami and Florida State coming up, and then you got to pay the undefeated Wake Forest Demon Dinkins, who are 24th ranked in the country. 23-ranked NC State. Good God. Wow. Who would have thought the ACC would have been looking like Who? this? 4-0. The Demon Deacons are 4-0 in the ACC. Man. Whatever, man. It's it hurts crazy. me, dog. It I know, hurts me. I know it bothers you because that's your team. It hurts me, dog. That's I love Mac, man. I love Mac. <laughs> it hurts me. It hurts me, Sam man. Sam Howard just don't got the talent. That's what it come down to, D. He just yeah. ain't got the talent there this year. Yeah, I hate to see it. Shout out said uh, college football correspondent. Don't be texting me, dog. Tell me I want that same energy on the show, man, about the fighting Mac Browns. <laughs> bro, chill, bro. <laughs> if I ain't ask you about it, bro, don't talk to me about it. That's why I'm at with it. You feels me? All right. All right, man, we're going to run down a couple more scores, and we're going to wrap up this episode of the Sports Test, man. Uh, let's see. USC, man, ever since they fired their head coach, downward spiral. Oregon State getting a win, 45-27. My Oregon Ducks getting a win, 41-19. Keep rolling, 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 Ducks. All right, they're fighting Herm Edwards, 35-13 win over Colorado. BYU, 35-27 over South Florida. The Washington Huskies get back on track with a 31-24 win over Cal. We also had uh, Ohio State keeping it rolling. 59-7 win over Akron. Alabama steamrolling Southern Miss. 63-14. Michigan State. Sparty survives. Okay, we're going to start right there. I just want to say one thing. All right. And I'm going to say it every week the Spartans win. I might say it every if they get a loss, I'm gonna still say it. Mel Tucker, I love you. I love what you're doing, sir. Yeah. For sure. Tough, tough win. Nebraska came to play they last did. night. They they like they tried to take something. Yeah, for sure. Michigan State found a way. They did. You need games like this with a young team. Mel Tucker's doing a great job with Michigan yeah. State. Mm-hmm. I know they got some big games on the horizon, but yes, they do. it's good to see them in this setting. In a tough game and we and be able to uh, get away with a win. Shout out to uh, Michigan State and Mel Tucker. You're doing a great job. Yes, sir. 23-20 win over the Cornhuskers in overtime yesterday. Kansas State falling to Oklahoma State 31-20. Florida getting a win over Tennessee 38-14. When the last time Tennessee beat Florida, man? <laughs> I mean, they good said God. The last, they said it last night, uh, something about when Josh Dobbs. Oh, was yeah, there. Josh Dobbs senior year. Yeah, they they found it. I mean, yeah. before then, good. That was in Tennessee. I can't God. <laughs> I mean, I T. Martin know. was a quarterback? I don't even know if they did, beat him then. Shoot. Well, they had to because they won a championship oh, they with did. T. Martin. They did. Good they God. Did. I mean, Tennessee, get your life right. Florida just owned him. Everybody That's just about, sick. Oh, man. Tennessee came out looking good. I said, it ain't going to last long. No, it ain't. It ain't Josh Hyperlite. Anyway, uh, <laughs> North, South Carolina taking another loss, 10-16 to Kentucky. 
Stanford losing uh, to UCLA. The Bruins getting back on track with a 35-24 win. Uh, Duke manhandling Kansas 52-33. Auburn survives. By God, Bo Nix got benched. Finally. He got hurt, man. Benched. They say he could have came back into the game, but they ain't let him back in. If I see Bo Nix back on the Auburn field, fire that coach too. Gus Malzahn got fired and ended up at UCF. Is that a win for Arkansas now? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Go Razorbacks. Auburn would win 34-24 over Georgia State. Um, and last but not least, Michigan getting the win. Wolverines undefeated. Undefeated. 20-13 win over Rutgers. 19th team in the country. Hasn't trailed in a game this year yet. Has not trailed. Keep your eye on the Wolverines. Baylor upsetting your Iowa State Cyclones. 31-29. That's, That's their third awful. loss now. That's just awful, man. <laughs> That's the third loss now. I mean, Bell I loss, and that stank green. I mean, they was stank <laughs> yesterday with that yellow. Trying to look like Oregon. That thing was nasty <laughs> out there, man. All right. And last but not least, like I said earlier in the show, Miami wins 69-0 over Central Connecticut State. They say that's a community college. Oh, wow. That ain't even a D2 or D3. That's a community college in the Hurricanes booking Central Connecticut State. Manny Diaz got the nerve to say we back on track after the game. Shut up, Manny. <laughs> Hurricanes, you disgust me. The Santa Claus getting another oh. win yesterday, 53-3 to uh, to wrap it up. What I couldn't. What they ranked now? Huh? The what they ranked that 16th. Oh, 16th man, in the country to fight Team Shanta Claus. All so, right. Let me ask you one thing about them. Yeah. You think they get at large this year? Yeah. They're going to go undefeated. They get at large. Yep. Sugar All they got to do. I don't care where it's at. Cotton Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. It don't matter what they got. Put them in. Okay. Put them in. Put the Shanta Claus on display. Texas getting a win 70 to 35 over Texas Tech. LSU winning 28 to 25 as well. Penn State rolling on 38 17 over Villanova. And Virginia Tech back on track 21 to 10 over Richmond. Frenzo State, 22 in the country now, 38 to 30 over UNLV. Mm. All right. All right, Black. Next week, let's talk about some of the games for next week. Then we're going to get out of here. This is how we doing it, baby. Rapid fire. We're going to get back to the dog games of the week. <laughs> All right, Black, next week, 3.30, Syracuse, 3-1 at Florida State, 3.30 on the ACC Network. What are we looking like, baby? Uh, Florida State loses this game, 4-5. Yep, absolutely. Next week, Virginia and Miami, 7.30 ESPN, the 2-2 two two Cavaliers against the 2-2 two two Hurricanes. Who wins that game? Uh, my, Thursday in, night, Thursday night, Thursday night game. In Virginia or Miami? In Miami. In Miami. Oh, uh, I think Miami gets the win. Miami gets the win. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Cavaliers by three in okay. Miami. Yes, sir. Big game. Eighth-ranked Arkansas. Second-rate dogs. Four no teams. 12 o'clock on ESPN. Who you got? Oh, I'm going to go dogs by double digits. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I think Georgia wins at least by two touchdowns okay. over Arkansas. Wouldn't be mad if Arkansas won, no. I wouldn't. But Georgia's just been dominant. I said they're my number one team in the country for a reason. All right, Black, the Wolverines at Wisconsin. Wisconsin coming off that loss to Notre Dame. Do the Wolverines increase to 5-0? Yes, I like the Wolverines to win, win this game because Wisconsin quarterback play is 
horrid. Absolutely. All right, Black, 230 NBC, Cincinnati, 7th-ranked Bearcats against the 9th-ranked Irish from Notre Dame at Notre Dame. 230 NBC, Black, who, oh, what, oh, from which team goes? I say Cincinnati State their claim. Cincinnati a last-minute touchdown to beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame. This is a tough game to pick, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go – Notre Dame. Okay. I think Notre Dame gets Cincinnati late. I think coaching somewhere in this game is going to be on the line here. I think Brian Kelly and the Irish get it done. All right, Black, the number 12th ranked Ole Miss Rebels against the number one ranked team in the country from Alabama. Who old goals, Black? 330 CBS. Man, D, this tough, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on now. I know what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go on and do it, man. I think I think Ole Miss go over the top, man, and knock off Alabama. Goodness. How good you feel about that, though? I'm, I'm, I'm a little. Keep it real. I'm lukewarm a little bit, but I, I, it's something that our football correspondent said, Cedric said. He said, man, you can go over the top of team. If you can go over the top uh, on Alabama. They in trouble. And then you, we said yeah. it again. You reinstated that on the, yeah. on the, on the, on the last show. That if you can go over the top, and that's what Ole Miss does well. Yep. You know, so I got I, I mean I got Ole Miss winning this by a field goal. Yeah, I'm hanging out with the Tide. I think this is a close, rugged game. 38-35 Alabama. Last second field goal in Tuscaloosa uh, to win the game. Black number six Oklahoma versus Kansas State on the road. Three thirty on Fox. What happens? Mm. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm gonna say Oklahoma stay under stay undefeated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My gut is saying Kansas State will upset the Sooners, but I'm gonna stick with my head, man, because I did pick them to win the national championship. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oklahoma narrowly defeats Kansas State. Black my ducks. Tough test. They go up to Stanford, California, my boy, to face the Cardinal at Stanford. Three thirty. ABC. Do the Ducks improve to five and zero? The Ducks get the five and zero. I'm just, I'm just ready to see what uniforms they're gonna bring out, man. Cause that, <laughs> that mud they had on last night, clean. Oh man, yeah, lovely, but lovely. I think Ducks get the job done. Ducks are knocking at the door. They I are. just want to say that about them. They're knocking at the door. They are. We've seen the Ducks in the in the playoffs one time, and that was the year they lost in the national championship game when Mariota was the quarterback. I think Mario Cristobal is doing a hell of a job. Yes, he is. A hell of a job with his team and his talent that he has. I I really believe that uh, Oregon is knocking at the door and beating Ohio State in the horseshoe like they did. Huge. That's a big deal, big deal for them. Huge, yeah. I like Oregon real, really good. I like Oregon, all right. Florida, Kentucky. Kentucky. Do they somehow, some way, upset the Gators mm. in Kentucky, the foreign old Wildcats, mm. against the tenth rate Gators, six o'clock on ESPN? D, mm. I'm gonna stick with Florida, but I'm a little nervous for Florida mm-hmm. because Kentucky playing some good ball, uh, some good ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Mark Stoops got them mm-hmm. boys balling right now. Big win on the road against South Carolina last mm-hmm. night, a tough win, mm-hmm. um, but. <laughs> Dan Muller just I I think I think I believe that Kentucky looks good in the first half. Yeah. But Dan Muller makes his adjustments. Okay. Cause he's the king of adjustments, man. He does it well. He does it very well. So I think they make the adjustments and they pull out a win in Kentucky. I'm gonna say by a touchdown. Close game. 
tight game. If Florida trips up anywhere before the Georgia game, I think it's this game. I think this game is going to come down to the fourth quarter. Stoops will have these boys ready to go. But Florida wins by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Gators survive, get ready to face Georgia, looming very, very soon. All right, Black, the 21st ranked Baylor, Golden Bears, taking on the 19th ranked OK State Cowboys, 7 o'clock ESPN 2. Who old goals, Black? Baylor's or Oklahoma State's? I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh Bella wins this one. Okay. I think I know not oh I'm sorry, not Bella, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State coming off coming off a win against Kansas, Kansas State, State last night. Impressive win. So I think this is a big deal for uh, Oklahoma State. I think they get Bell on Saturday. All right, 10-4. Do the Clemson Tigers bounce back? 4-0 Boston College, 7-30 ACC Network, 25th ranked Tigers against the undefeated Eagles. Does Clemson bounce back? Uh yes, I think they bounce back and get this win. 10-4, moving along, fourth-ranked Penn State, Nittany Lions, 7-30 ABC against the Indiana Hoosiers. Tough game every single year for the uh, for Penn State. Do they get the win? Uh, I'm going to go with Penn State. I think they uh, James Franklin got these boys locked in. They look really good on Saturday against, uh, I can't even tell you who they played. Villanova. But, uh, against Villanova, they look mm-hmm. really, really good. Uh, uh, Shane Clifford looked really good, so I think that that's going to give them – the, uh, what they need to go in against Indiana on Saturday. So I got uh, Penn State winning this by uh, double digits. Okay, 10-4. I think it's a tough game. I do think Penn State wins by a touchdown. A couple of more games on the slate. Back Tigers versus Tigers. Auburn, LSU, both teams 3-1. 9 o'clock kick on ESPN. Who gets the win, Auburn or LSU? I'm going to go LSU. They look okay. They, they, they play really good against Mississippi State. I like what I saw from them. So I'm going to go uh, LSU in this one against Auburn because Auburn did not look good. Uh, they may have a chance to play the bike up, but Bo Nix, they say he got hurt. It was I don't know what it was with him, but he's just not looking good right now, man. And I, and you know that environment in uh, Death Valley, I, in Valley is, is, is real uh, in there. So I'm going to go LSU by a touchdown. All right. And last on the slate, the fighting Herm Edwards. Pack they bags. They head to UCLA, my boy. Arizona State at 3-1. At UCLA 3-1. 10-30 on FS1. Black, does your Bruins survive and keep it going? Or do the Herman Edwards coming in and get them a win? I'm going to say Arizona State knocks off UCLA. Okay, I'm with you. I'm going to say, because Herm Edwards, they, they always have a big win. Since he's been there, they usually get a big win against somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say they knock off UCLA and get the uh, get the big time win against a ranked team. I agree to fight a Herman Edwards, knock off the Bruins next Saturday night. All right, man. So we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed the college football week four wrap up. Some boxing talk, some UFC talk as well. Hope you guys enjoyed that. All right. So once again, you're going to get your wrap up uh, in week three of the NFL on well, you're, well, y'all going to hear this on Sunday, so you'll get that on Monday. All right, so look for that. We're going to be dropping that on Monday as well. Um, hope you guys enjoyed what we were doing here. And once again, thank you guys. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the plays, the retweets. Uh, shout out to the NPN Network, Reduce Lunch. We really, 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 really appreciate uh, all the support. Me and Black, you know, we just grinding, dog. We just putting out these episodes. We grinding, and we we glad that y'all like uh, what y'all hear. Black, anything on the support that we've been getting? Yeah, man, we appreciate all the support and love that we get. I did not know that uh, our listens was through the roof. Our uh, numbers yep. was through the roof. I'm, it's, I'm happy to hear that, man. It, it shows a lot of people rocking with us, man, and the support that we get, man. We mm-hmm. really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my hearts, man. We just, we sit in front of this Mac, man, and talk about what we talk about every single day. 
you know sports so it's 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 awesome d that we had this uh this platform man to talk and people enjoy it you know so i'm excited and i appreciate all the love and support that y'all uh y'all give us thank you for rocking with us uh we are we appreciate it all yes sir yes sir you can catch me on twitter and and instagram at dedrick hicks jr come chop it up with me come talk to me about anything except florida state <laughs> if you ask me anything about florida state i will mute you or probably block you on social media all right so come holla at your boy let's talk about some sports yeah, y'all can hit me at uh, Black ENL3 on Instagram and Twitter. I am currently unavailable unavailable in group chat, so <laughs> the best time to probably get me is Twitter or Instagram. But group chat, I am not available. <laughs> 10 4. Yeah, man. So we hope y'all enjoy episode 1. 41 of the sports days 142 will be dropping a very the very next day talking about that good old nfl y'all be cool y'all be safe take care of yourselves and again thanks for all the love and support and we'll be talking to you guys on the next episode This would do some much sports, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show.